The Barn Isle, an equestrian podcast. Episode 1, Conditioning Your Horse. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Barn Isle. I'm Denise Yule. I'm a hunter-jumper trainer and a barn owner and your host. I wanted to talk to you guys today about coming back from a break. COVID-19 pandemic has squashed a lot of people's riding plans for the summer. In uh, Washington state, there's been no horse shows yet and it's early July. I know other area of the countries are hosting some competitions, but right now where we are, there's nothing. And a lot of our horses have had a little bit of time off or a little more casual riding than we ordinarily would be planning if we were doing a full show schedule. So that raises the question, how do I get my horse fit for competing again? And how do I get myself fit for competing again? So I'm gonna start with addressing the horse. You'll find as I go through these different steps that the template for getting a horse back in shape is quite similar to the template you would use to get yourself in shape. Maybe they've just had some time off because you, for whatever reason, your barn was closed for two months because of COVID restrictions or you were hurt so you weren't able to ride your horse. You don't have your horse in training. You keep your horse at home. It's been sitting in a field. I mean, there's lots of different scenarios why your horse may not have been doing very much. And you want to get your horse back in shape and you're thinking about maybe going to a competition, maybe going fox hunting, maybe going on an extended trail ride. And you want to make sure your horse is prepared for that so that your horse doesn't suffer from any injuries. So the first thing you want to do in general is just make sure your horse is up to date on everything, that your horse is receiving good farrier care, he's up to date on vaccinations, and that his teeth have been getting done routinely. And when you have your vet out to do vaccinations or float your horse's teeth, it's not a bad idea to have sort of an annual checkup, sort of like a pre-purchase exam in a way. Basically, having your horse have a checkup from your vet to make sure he's sound and functioning and there are not any underlying issues that may come out to bite you in the long run. Once your horse is deemed good to go, another thing you should think about is what is your horse eating? If your horse has been on a rather light load of work, your horse is not going to be eating as much. Uh, For example, I ended up closing my barn for a couple of weeks when our state went into lockdown. I closed it to customers and the horses were getting a lighter workload. So I cut back on their calories because if the horse is not working, they are not burning calories. And if they're not burning calories, they can get fat. And if they get fat, it can cause problems. One, they get out of condition. Two, they're carrying a heavier weight on their limbs. And when you put them back into work, the structures in the limbs, tendons, ligaments, bone, are not prepared for the workload. So all that just comes from watching what the horses eat. So you may have restricted or reduced the amount of calories your horse has gotten during a period of time off, and you need to start introducing calories 
for the horse's energy expenditure. Uh, for example, if you have a desk job, you're going to eat different than if you're a pro football player. If your horse has been in a field eating grass 24-7, he's not expending a lot of energy other than the energy to survive. Once you start introducing forced work, he's going to need a little bit of extra calorie intake. You want to think about supplementing his caloric intake at a certain point in his fitness routine so that he has the right amount of energy and the right amount of calories to burn for his job. So if you have a high level show jumper that is um, requiring short bursts of energy, you might feed that horse a little differently than if you have an endurance horse which needs long extended energy. And that can be a completely different discussion. Basically what I want to say is feed your horse for the activity at hand. Pasture doesn't need a lot of food. Hard work needs more food. One thing to think about as well is the quality of what you feed your horse. Most horses can get everything they need from good quality hay. And a lot of people are not going to like hearing that because most horse owners want to give their horses something extra. And a horse needs something extra to make him better. But for the average horse, if you feed them good quality hay, they will be getting all the nutrients they need. Now the caveat here is, can you get good quality hay? Horses are grazing animals and hay should be the number one priority that you look for when purchasing food for your horse. Now I know it depends on your geography, where you source your hay from, um, as to the quality of the hay you can get, also the time of year, but that should be number one on every horse owner's checklist is, what is the quality of my hay? Most mature horses will do fine on hay and a diet that consists of about 10 to 12% protein. And in good quality hay, like a good quality grass hay, like a Timothy or an orchard grass, can range anywhere from 8 to 14% protein. And a good quality legume hay, like alfalfa, can be anywhere from 15 to 22% protein. So if a horse only needs 10 to 12% protein, you can get plenty from just its hay source. And another plus to good quality hay is that it helps the gut health of the horse. As a grazing animal, its digestive system is designed to process small amounts of food frequently and convert it into nutrients that can be absorbed and produced as energy. So the point I'm trying to make is when you start your fitness routine for your horse, you do not need to start supplementing your horse with a ton of grain or a ton of expensive supplements unless your hay source is subpar. If your horse has been out of work for a bit, a good rule of thumb is to allow six to eight weeks for conditioning. And that should give you a solid foundation for then going into more discipline-specific events. Initially, you might work your horse every other day for 10 to 15 minutes, you know, lightly on the lunge line or under saddle, and then gradually start to 
add a little more time and intensity to the workouts. Generally speaking, you don't want to increase the intensity of your training by more than about 5% a week. A good addition is to add some slight hill work. Just walking up and down a gentle incline helps build different muscle groups other than working on a flat surface in an arena. Over a period of six to eight weeks of this gradual conditioning work, you should have a horse that has a pretty good foundation in its cardiovascular fitness in order to progress to doing different activities such as galloping and jumping. One more thing to consider in your training is to train your horse on a variety of surfaces. If you only train on one type of surface, such as sand, and you're going to be taking your horse on grass or on silica, make sure your horse is used to the surface. Otherwise, you are setting your horse up for potential injury. Finally, make sure you allow for a period of rest after any training session that is more intense than previously encountered so that the horse has time to recover before the next training session. I hope you find this information helpful for getting back into the swing of riding again. Of course, always consult with your veterinarian to make sure what you're doing is right for your specific situation. So time to get out to the barn and enjoy yourself. Have a great day and I will see you again in the barn aisle.